yourself, how are you? Mm. Establishing the the you you relationship, the you sense is uh, it's not just a linguistic convention, though it's a way that one can use a linguistic convention, Vajji to uh, try to, you know, help the sister shift a very pernicious sankara, which is the I-it form. And I think I was saying the other day that the the third person really, there isn't one. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually the truth of the matter isn't the first person either. How can that be? How can there be a first person? Because, you know, so often once this experience happens, we're brought, there's this birth process, and even this morning, and the, the sitting in meditation, it just clicks in, doesn't it? Here am I watching, being with my mind, me and it. and uh, trying to make it comfortable, peaceful. Here am I with my body, with its funny twinges and pangs and sore bits, trying to bear with it, maybe understand why it's like this, work with it so as it will be more comfortable, or just bear with it and be more patient, use it as my teacher to learn to be more humble, and it's me in it again. And you know, that goes a certain way, and perhaps this is in fact what's necessary to until something begins to release, open up. <coughs> Morning puja is a devotional practice, and devotional practices have a particular. If you tune into it, it takes a while to get over the, some of the awkwardness of chanting to nothing about nothing. <laughs> in a way, and it just sounds, isn't it? Particularly if you do it in a party language, it's even better because you don't even understand it. Uh, but there's just there's the sound, and somehow, well, that's me making this sound, but it's not me because it's not my thoughts. It's just these these words streaming out and this sound coming out of the body. So it's not exactly me, but it's not anybody else either, is it? Who is it? It's you. 
it means when it's you, it's not the way it should be. It's not the way, it's not absolutely perfect. It gets rough, it gets forgetful. It uh, isn't going in accordance with my wishes because it's saying these words on the paper, not just what's coming up in my thoughts. So it's not really mine, but it's not anybody else either. So who is it? Who's chanting? It's you. And the you relationship is one whereby the sense of control is released. Because you, if I really enter a you relationship, I can't say how you have to be. Otherwise, that's that's your that's it, isn't it? That's something that I am holding in a certain way. There's a holding, or rather, there's a holding that creates that tension and wish and desire and disappointment and struggle. Mm-hmm. And I really think, oh, why do I stop struggling? Why do I? I must be the sort of person who's got a lot of controlling issues, tendencies, and you know, because of this, that, and the other, I'm like this. And you know, how do I stop being like this? Is really the issue. And I don't. But like I was saying the other day, you know, when I was having this experience of people giving me a hot break, holiday, and finding it difficult to just just be nothing, particularly just relax and enjoy being offered something, being given something, because that's part of the non-control of the you relationship. I'm just given to, and oh, I, I don't know if I'm really worth it, or what I should be doing, or it shouldn't really bother you, you because no, just give up. You know, it's being seen as you, you know, and often seen as you in a really quite a, quite a respectful and gracious manner. Mm. And you don't have to be something. Mm. Take a break. You have to be something. And that's kind of difficult to let that one really filter in. So as I was saying, maybe I didn't really linger long enough in the point, but come to that place of just saying, you know, just trying to just relax, relaxing. You're hopeless. No, not like that. I said, oh, you're hopeless. And then it starts to release. Because there's there's the relationship. There's a, a kind of warm acceptance of the, the absurdity of, <laughs> of that. Surely relaxing should be the easiest thing in the world. Shouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> 
And why is it some of you find these places? Some of course, one can relax in some, but some situations you just find this place where it doesn't relax. Why don't it just, just let go, will you? Come on, relax, relax, stop it. Just, it's okay. Be nice. Isn't it? And it's still asking it to be a certain way. So the essence of your relationship is a sense of the certainly connection, a sense of intimacy, a sense of being present with, a sense of, you know, it's not dismissed, but it's just be the way you are. You know, if you want to, you know, and it's like this. Now, you know, the we have this mentioning of the five aggregates and this is really what what is to be approached to be so there is a usefulness in these linguistic conventions because again so often we are the process we are still you know relating to to uh, to experience as a set of of its maybe we don't use the word, we don't say it like that, but actually our relationship, the relationship is that. Yeah. There's this body, there's it, there's my mind, there's it. It's not one of allowing it to be as it is. Not one of curiosity, exploring, or oh, feelings in this way. And so it's still stuck together, it's tightened into a single person. And so the explosion of the aggregates is just to start to tease it open so the relationship can be more accurately placed. Consciousness is like this. <laughs> Sounds arise. <laughs> you know, isn't it? Isn't it like this? You know, things just do what they do, actually. Memories come up, impressions happen, thoughts start happening, reactions occur. Feeling once you do something occurs. So these these are sort of come come up into as as one is the sort of sitting and there's a kind of predominant sense of well we should try to get it together or make it work or solve a problem or understand or fix or change or improve or be good at who's saying that this is the sankara and this is really uh, a very stuck sankara because of course this is what the conditioning is the training is in in life in in being a socialized human being the training is that isn't it you know get the grades uh, uh, look okay uh, um, have a surface that uh, that fits in 
be like others, be this way, be that way, um, be stronger, be wiser, be more intelligent, learn your grades, get good, up, 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 up. You know, that's the condition, isn't it? To become. And that gets so ingrained on, on many levels, not just an academic level, on a personality level, you know, and uh, you know, on many, many, all walks of life. Be a good monk. What's that? Well, as an image, be the image. Be the image. And the image just keeps moving a little bit higher as you chase it. A little bit sharper, clearer, whatever, as you, as you, as you chase it. Be a good meditator. What's that? Yeah. And the image keeps shifting around and you know, you never it. Because it's an it. And the conditioning is to chase, chase these its, even though we may call them myself. And just, there's the crack, isn't it? Because when you, when you really take it slowly and even think it through, how can I watch my mind? Which, which one's me? The watcher or the watched? Am I my mind? Or am I the one who's watching my mind? There's not a singularity, is there? There's a duality. And the two are bound together. So that duality is actually not a singularity. It's not an I. Mm -hmm. But as long as it's sustained, then yeah, that's that's the way it feels, that's the way it's experienced. I, with my mind, and my mind isn't as good as it could be or should be, and I'd like to somehow understand it a bit more so as it would be more peaceful or respectable or, you know, or kind of steady or sober or compassionate or something or the other. You know, and maybe you know, so that goes on, doesn't it? Soon as sometimes as soon as we meditate, the program kicks in. You think, oh no, here we go again. You know? mm. Now the the aggregates are there to to give one a give, provide a kind of a clearer focus on on these on this uh, process, this Sankara process, because Sankara is one of the aggregates. It's also the one that weaves the aggregates. Sankara programs perception, programs body, programs feeling, programs its own formations, programs consciousness. And what does it program the mass? This is me. This is myself. This is happening to me. This is what I am. This is what I shouldn't be. Hmm. That's what it programs me as. That's the sankara. That's the ahang sankara. The program, the, the formation, myself, the self program, ahankara. Hmm. And sankara programs these. Hmm. 
So we begin to just tease that out. You know, you have what actually, and we say particularly dhammas converge on feeling. So when you contemplate, when there's the contemplation, here's the bodily sense, the mental sense, there's the feeling of it. And there's a resistance to feeling pain, discomfort, mental, emotional, physical. I, I should do something about this. I should, how can I, what's, what, you know? Wide and soften and feeling is not self. Now what is that linguistic convention trying to encourage? come out of the self-relationship because self, in fact, is an it. Hmm? The experience is broken into a me and an it. And the it is myself. And the me watches it, myself. And myself could be my feeling, my memory, my desires, my aspirations, they're like that. Now, it's not that there shouldn't be aspirations, desires, feelings, and so on. Even though some of them may be uncomfortable, unwholesome, unskillful, not to be followed, or whatever, problematic, <coughs> but the encouragement is that the healing process begins with embracing bringing them back, healing the split between me and myself with something, as soon as we say you, then the love begins. It's not a sentimental, passionate, uh, you know, kind of experience. It's just the, the, the inclusion, the non-separation, the non-breaking. Uh, you know, the non-breaking. Um, just to, to so it's saying, you know, feeling, you can be what you want to be, feeling. Because they are. And it comes down to it, doesn't it? You take a feeling and say, oh, feeling, painful feeling, please be nice, be a pleasant feeling, hurry up. Pass away painful feeling, come on, you're impermanent, go on. No, painful feeling, no, I ain't passing away. <laughs> or I might zip out and come on, I'm going to come back again. And it came back, and back, and back. What does he want? Why does he keep coming back? My, my hunch, my sense is, it wants you to say you to it. Because it is what it is, it's independent, or it's it's not dependent on me. Otherwise, it would be what I wanted to be, wouldn't it? It would pain, pleasant feeling would just keep on going. That's what I'd like it to be, just non-stop pleasant feeling. But it doesn't do it because it's its own being, and as we enter into that. You relation, you don't have to be anything. Feeling, you've got all the room to move, to say things, to move around, to 
and it starts to move through the body into mind and then it begins to reveal itself as dependently arisen what is it feeling dependently arisen upon? well the answer is contact in some ways it's extraordinarily obvious I touch something and there's a feeling Um, so but this is physical feeling and that's one aspect of contact the really significant kind of contact is called oh dear uh, it's called Adivajana Pasa, which means, roughly speaking, the contact that comes through designation. Now, again, this perhaps is just no more uh, clear because it's a very academic word, never given term, but it's the it's what we make, if you like, and we don't even make it. It's designated. It's it's labelled. It's uh, it's classified. What's it classified as? Well, first of all, it's classified as mine. It's classified as this happening to me. Um, this feeling is happening to me. This is my feeling. That's his first classification. Mm. And it's, it's not true. Because it was my feeling, I'd do something about it. I wouldn't bring all these painful feelings in, would I? <laughs> so it's dependent upon that designation is what is the source of the mental feeling of being oppressed stuck pinned down frustrated bravely holding out against feeling dependent upon the designation that feeling happens to me Feeling doesn't happen to me, feeling happens. And there's an awareness of that. And then it's designated as it's happening to me. It's happening in my body. But body is not self. And when you contemplate a feeling, even a physical feeling in your body, pain in your knees or something, no, you know, it's not to make a I've got to be get over feeling, you know, being able to resist pain in my knees, sit here and don't move because, you know, you've got to tough it out or get over it or whatever. But just contemplate, who, who is, the, where's the feeling? Is it in your body or is it in your mind? Mm-hmm. Now you can designate it's happening in your body. You can say that feeling is happening in my leg. Sure. Well, that. What tells you that? Perception. It's another aggregate. I have a perception of a leg, and that's where the feeling's happening. But, you know, you hear stories of people who've had limbs cut off and they can still feel the phantom limb. Because the perception aggregate is still established. This is, of course, why we can still 
grieve over her parents have gone because the perception parent hasn't gone. It's still there. Yeah. And so there's still the sadness, or we can feel annoyed with people who aren't here because the perception person is there. And then actually, in terms of the jitta, that's the only person who's ever there, is the perception person, the perception body, the perception self. That's the only one who's there, ever. And that perception and the designation you know, the, from the perception arises the feeling. That's the way it goes. Perception is the basis of feeling. Now that, you know, that's how it's put together. And the designation comes up. Oh, that's him. That's me. That's them. And all the incredible complexities of that. Once that papuncha process starts, it begins to cascade into virtual beings. What I think they feel about me. You know, it gets really pretty ghostly. The shadow impressions (coughs) of what I think I ought to be, these images that line up, and I never quite fit them. So the, 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 and the people who have this attitude towards me in the past or in the present or maybe in the future what they will, the attitude they will have about me for what I've just said or done. Oh dear. You know, that's the papuncha process. And it's, it's a reflex, it's not anybody's fault in a way, but it is, it is our responsibility. You know, it's a reflex, that's what it, this whole thing is very reflexive, very stuck, very conditioned. It's not, you know, it just starts to do that. And, you know, what's in that is suffering. And that's, so, in some ways, you know, there's the different kinds of dukkha that Buddha recognized. Well, painful feeling is painful feeling. There's no one who does not escape painful feeling, who, who escapes painful feeling. Bodies experience painful feeling. But I tell you, there can be the end of suffering. Through what? Through, well, you know, it's put in this particular language, through seeing feeling is not myself. Well, you know, what does that do? Okay, it's not myself, so what? You know. <laughs> sure feels like it, though. Because just on a level of linguistic, linguistic conventions alone, it doesn't necessarily work like that. But if it's not myself, what, who is it? What is it? So just as a kind of upaya, skillful means, I like to, you might find some sense of just the you sense. Because it's all you. Consciousness is you. Means there's an allowance, there's both a connection to it. It's not dissociated, it's not split off, it's not 
uh, you know, something that, that there's, a, there's a split, the split isn't there, but if, if it really is a you, that's an end of a split, isn't it? There's some sense of intimacy, but at the same time there's some sense of autonomy, because you are you. You go your way. You are not the way I necessarily think, imagine, worry, fear, hope. So it's an ending to those perturbations of controlling, worrying, brooding, imagining, fixing, cramping around. There's an ending of suffering. So it's, you know, so it's these cracks that we're, we're trying to heal. And around that crack, the split between, you know, experience and the one who, one who experiences the creation of those two virtual realms. Then this is where there's the room for the struggle. The room, the only possibility is the struggle around that crack breeds the struggle, the conflict, the confusion, the uncertainties, the trying to figure out, hoping it could be another way, regret for oneself, feeling one's doomed, all that breeds around this crack. And, you know, it goes on, it goes on, and sometimes what helps is you just break down, and on a kind of, in a, in a way, way. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and there can be a, some kind of a healing which is a, suddenly the flow of energy moves across that crack. And this is, this is what I sense as love. However you, you know, whether it's compassion or goodwill or whatever it is, it's a, that which will not separate. So when we devotion, surrender, you know, these are words that can make, uh, can cause, you know, um, Agitation in the mind, surrender, devotion, sounds, you know, like, ooh, I don't know about that. Mm. But this is what abandonment means. You know, the Buddha saying, you know, viveka, withdraw, dispassion, ceasing, stopping to add, then abandonment, relinquishment. This is this, this is what it means. It means you surrender. There's an abandonment, but it doesn't mean I give up. I'm fed up. I can't bear it. It means just the abandonment of the struggle, and then letting feeling be felt, letting perception be felt, letting what arises arise, and through that sense of a of a kind of love that isn't a sentiment. It's just a deep, pragmatic, <laughs> uh, you know, reality. 
the struggle can stop. I mean, it doesn't necessarily stop overnight, but there's this feeling, perception, uh, there's various mental formations, thoughts, ideas, so the process, and sometimes you just got to find where in this is the piece that you can address as, as you, rather than keep pushing away or fixating upon. But, however, in my, my sense with it, is eventually, wherever you start, it comes down to the feeling. All dhammas converge on feeling. It's a, a feeling of feeling the painful, the unpleasant feeling of feeling hopeless and helpless. The unpleasant feeling of sense I'm not in charge anymore. It's the feeling based upon that, that that contact with that perception. You know that perception of I can't do this. The feeling that comes from that. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, so the the mental feelings are always far more intense, far more buried than the physical feeling. So this is why uh, the inquiry is there. And, you know, you begin to get pain, physical pain. Yeah, is that really the topic? Somebody said something terrible to me five years ago. Is that really the topic? You look at it. make such a big deal out of it. And you come down to it because the perception is there, the powerlessness, the impotence, the can't do, the can't work it out, the stuck with this. And the feeling that arises from that is a painful. This is where the crack and we begin to encouragement is to just not even you know fix it or change it but just to embrace one's powerlessness powerlessness uh. <coughs> see then something can happen, there can be a shift. And these shifts are what are necessary. If we could just figure it out, we'd have figured it out by now. If we could be in charge and tweak the system so as it worked, we'd have done it by now. After about, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years of this, you realize all the tweaking in the world isn't really gonna basically get this thing to be the way I want it to be. So what's going to, what has to go? <laughs> and wh- how does it go? It goes essentially through coming, you know, investigating down to the core quality of the feeling, mental feeling, and just saying, that's, 
really okay. That's that's the way you are. 